Hello and welcome to This Could Get Nerdy. I am Jeff. And I'm Sorrel. And this past Sunday was the series finale of a little show called Game of Thrones. I've never heard of that show. You never heard of it, really? Game of Thrones? No. no it's on is that like Sundays, an indie, HBO. Like an indie show? Uh, it's, it's a little it's a little above that, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the show first premiered back in uh, 2011, and I know, at least for some of us, it's definitely been a staple on our Sunday viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with the series finally wrapping up, I guess we you know, decided to probably talk about it, I yeah, guess. Probably. Right? It's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but before we uh, go on, of course, well, before I mention that, major spoilers for you know everything. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, if you haven't seen the show at this point, like I don't know, I yeah. can't help you. I feel bad for the people who are just starting to watch the show now, just like the immense pressure that they're feeling. Yeah, right. Because I do, <laughs> I do know some people who have started to watch the show. I think like my brother is on like season two or three. So <laughs> I don't even know how, how you do could you, do that at yeah, this point. How do you even escape that? Because like I know like you know most news sites this one they don't even care about spoilers. Like right in their headlines are and they'll have like you know these big spoiler like pictures of people dying. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know <laughs> Well my favorite is just like, you know, every time someone's like, yeah, I just started watching it and I'm like, oh <laughs> well Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> commendable. They're like, how's it been so far? And you're kind of just like, well. <laughs> I mean, I think you should just watch it. Yeah, things have happened. And, uh, well, yeah, you, you'll see. <laughs> but before we uh, go on to Game of Thrones, let's talk about some Bat-related news. All right. So, uh, Robert Pattinson, a.k.a. Twilight. Yes, probably the, uh, the Twihards out there. <laughs> that shiny vampire guy, Team Edwards. Um, he is reportedly in talks to play Batman. Interesting. I, you know what? I mean, the thing is, is after Ben Affleck, um, you know, when he, I remember when he was first announced, it didn't make sense. It like it didn't make sense. Yeah, so for me, like was, almost all of these casting like rumors and <laughs> yeah, but then it's like you see him like the first image of him. Um, as Batman, and then you see the trailers for it, and you're like, you know what? He's a pretty solid Batman. Yeah. You know, it, and I think it's also because, like, he didn't, like, do well as Daredevil, but, I mean, with Chris Evans and with Michael B. Jordan and all of those guys, they've had really great kind of redemption hero yeah. stories. So, you know, you really wanted, like, Ben Affleck to, he was so he wasn't great in, in daredevil oh he's had a he's had a hard run yeah in superhero movies <laughs> but he did redeem himself in batman and you know what i will say that batfleck is definitely one of my favorite batman portrayals yeah right um so that's i'm trying to kind of keep that attitude with robert pattinson obviously you know i am familiar with robert pattinson even from before uh before twilight because he did play cedric diggory of course in the fourth um harry potter movie and he was great in that Mm -hmm. you know and he was he was obviously like he was definitely had a crush on him but (laughs) then he he shot to kind of major fame with with twilight and then that kind of that thing kind of blew up for him and stuff in in a good way obviously yeah he's he's kind of done more indie roles since then yeah, you know, recently uh, I saw him in Good Time, and mm-hmm. uh, he's really good in that. Yeah, and the thing, I like that he did that. I think yeah. it was a smart move for his career to go from, like, that big series, take a break, and do smaller, like, indie roles. Yeah, definitely, like, risky characters also. Mm-hmm. As well as, like, his uh, new movie, uh, High Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird space yeah. thing. 
which I still haven't seen for some reason, but I really want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I think I, that's the kind of attitude I'm keeping with, with like with him be potentially becoming Batman. Yes, potentially. Um, It's still like, it's still not really confirmed yet, but I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be positive. Yeah. I mean, you're, you, I guess you're, you're, you seem like you're. Yeah, I'm very on board. Yeah. I think, you know, he could definitely do the, you know, dark brooding thing. And it's it's not just about the actor too, right? It's always about, it's also about the material that he's being given. Yeah. So, um, you know, if we have a great writer and we have, we have a great director and we have a great actor, which he is. Yeah. I um, mean, uh, Matt Reeves is clearly, you know, taking his time to make sure that, you know, they have the right script for this. Mm -hmm. But I will say though, do we even need another Batman movie? I mean, we always need another Batman movie. But I we'll always like, get more Batman movies. But like, as... I what I like about what Marvel did, and this is not like this is not really like a DC versus Marvel thing because I honestly have no preference. It's like sometimes a DC movie is better than a Marvel movie, whatever. But what I like about Marvel is like they take chances with like Ant Man, for example. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't like really and truly like ten years ago. You did not think that like Ant Man would have like his own standalone movie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I kind of want DC to kind of take chances in that way of giving us more heroes that we haven't really seen on screen yet. Right. 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 Like I'd love to see like a Zatanna movie. Yeah. Or well, I mean, they definitely you know they did that with Shazam. Mm-hmm. Or even like, that a, like out. a yeah, exactly. Or even like a proper like um. Like a proper like Catwoman movie or something, right? Or something yeah. like within that kind of realm where you you get like proper, I guess like representation of those DC characters, right? Because right. there are a hundred DC characters you can do. You don't really need to do another Batman movie, right? Well, I mean, we'll see some of those, I guess, in that new uh, Birds of Prey movie that's coming out. Yeah, with like Huntress. Or even, like, a proper Green Lantern movie, yeah. right? Like, I'd really want to see, like, a Jon Stewart. Mm-hmm. Bat- uh, it's our Green Lantern movie. Right. Um, I think that that one would be really cool to see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was between him and um, that guy from X-Men, right? Like Yeah, Nicholas, Nicholas Holt. Holt yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know for me, um, like, I know they are kind of looking for, like, a younger bruce wayne mm-hmm. but when i look at like nicholas holt i kind of see him and it's more of a situation where i could see him be uh terry mcginnis oh, uh, from batman, batman beyond. beyond yeah in a kind of movie where like you know they could bring back michael keaton and he can kind of play the older uh bruce wayne i'd be he's kind of like mentoring him training him i'd be down like for that. yeah I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in that. yeah and that's also the thing too it's like I, even if they do another batman movie i'd really like them to see see them do a different Batman movie. Right. Like I would be interested to see like a live action version of like the mask of the phantasm, mm-hmm. for example. Right. Or even, yeah. Uh, Batman beyond yeah. or just even... any excuse to bring back Michael Keaton. Yeah. Batman, I would, you know, yeah. Um, and then what's the other, the flashpoint um, Batman like storyline. Yeah. Is a flashpoint with, um, where it's Bruce Wayne's dad is the one who becomes Batman. Yeah, I guess there was the animated movie. Yeah, because I mean, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has expressed a lot of interest to basically do that role, and I think he would kill it. Yeah, and I know that character is also kind of becoming a part of the uh, current uh, Tom King Batman run as well. Mm -hmm. And so, did they say any more about any potential villains that we might see for these movies? 
Uh, yeah, because I think they uh, have mentioned that they're looking at probably Catwoman, mm-hmm. you would want to see, as well as uh, Penguin and maybe Riddler. See, I feel like it's turning into Batman Begins. Um, it was Batman Begins, right? With Danny DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer. Batman Returns. Okay, Batman. Re- oh no, sorry, I'm thinking about yeah, Tim Burton ones. Yeah. Um, but I see again, it's that thing of if you are gonna do another Batman movie again, he has so many villains in his rogues gallery mm-hmm. that I feel like I don't know. It's like I feel like you should. There are other characters that they can explore. Yeah, well, I, I imagine. I mean, those are just some of the villains I think that they're you know talking about. I wouldn't be surprised if they you know introduce a couple others as well. I'm hoping. I don't know. Like, see, the thing is, is I know that Robert Pattinson was not a fan of his fame in Twilight. It's understandable. Do you do you think <laughs> that like I don't know like how do you do you think he's gonna he's gonna take it? Do you think he's gonna take this role? Uh, I mean, I would like him to take it. I, I hope he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the thing is, is a lot of people are mad. A lot, no. of, but it's you can't please everybody. But I think for me, it's like again, as a as a person who is a fan of Batman and the hero itself, um, I'm keeping a very kind of close eye on everything. But I am going in with the expectation of no expectations, right? You know, because honestly, with with Batfleck pleasantly surprised yeah yeah definitely um all right now it is time for us to talk about the very final episode of game of thrones uh jeff already warned you guys so i'm warning you guys again major major spoilers if you have not seen the series finale So we pretty much basically came into this episode with, I guess, little to low expectations. I would say so. Yeah. Unfortunately. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, I just, I don't know. I feel like the entire season has been a bit of a disappointment um, in just how rush it felt. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. And especially with, like, the last episode. I don't know. For me, it really feel like it just like zapped that last bit of energy I had for the show. Yeah. And I was just kind of, I was not excited to see the finale. I was more just happy for it to be over. Yeah. And the thing is, is it's funny because they did like a kind of cool countdown before the episode started. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was just like, I wasn't even like, yeah, here we go. Let's I do was, this. I was more of like, okay, great. Wrap it up. Yeah, it was just because, like, I don't know, it. my expectations where it has unfortunately gone down. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also a bit contagious of how everyone else is feeling about the disappointment of the show as well. Um, because obviously, the more people who watch it, the more things that they catch. Right. And then you catch it too. And then you're just like, oh, yeah, OK, like furthermore, like furthermore reason why it, this entire season has just not made sense at all. Yeah, right. It's just like set. It, I don't know. I feel like the first seven seasons were written by completely different people. And I would then, say the first four seasons, yeah, were written by different people. And then like the last season was just kind of written by a couple people who like maybe knew a little bit about the series. Like yeah, maybe just, like the surface level of the series. Yeah, I feel like it was definitely written by people who wanted to wrap this thing up because yeah. they have 
better things to do. Like write Star Wars. I guess, like ruin Star Wars, maybe. Ugh, or yeah. redeem it. I don't know. <laughs> um, But the episode starts immediately after the whole aftermath of um, Daenerys <laughs> just really kind of burning all of King's Landing down. Yeah. Right? So from what we talked about in the last episode, you know, Cersei had already um, surrendered herself and rang the bells, and Danny still said, F that, and just burned everything down. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like, the everything that, you know, like, Arya saw and Tyrion saw and John and Davos, like, being right there on the ground, like, seeing kind of, like, the women and children being killed and stuff, like, for them, that was, like, this yeah. is not right. Yeah, this is messed up. We should, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, my favorite shots actually from this episode was Tyrion finding his brother and sister. That was a great moment. I think it was like for like for a season that I would say has lacked those like real emotional like moments. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was one of the good ones for me. And I think for me it was emotional because well, first of all, like the goodbye between Jamie and Tyrion in episode five was super emotional too, right? Mm. Um, when Tyrion let him go. Yeah. But the thing with Tyrion is no matter how much bad shit has happened to him and how Cersei's always treated him and stuff like the thing is all he ever wanted was his family to accept him mm-hmm. right and at least with with Jamie accepting him and loving him I think for him for Tyrion that was more than good enough but like for him to lose his his family basically yeah. um I thought that that was really heartbreaking right I thought yeah, that was, it was. really yeah, sad and Peter Dinklage was really he, going, he was going for that Emmy. Like, definitely, 100%, he is going to call the doctor because he has been carrying this entire show on his back <laughs> for the past eight, nine years. Oh, God. 100%. <laughs> um, another piece of imagery that I really like, which I didn't, admittedly, admittedly I did not. Yes, let's please <laughs> talk about the great imagery that you saw quote unquote after no i saw i did see it post show because i unfortunately was not paying attention in the the scene but it was (sighs) when danny went to address the unsullied and the dothraki and you see drogon um spread his wings in the background but the thing is is you don't see drogon's body yet you just see his wings spread out and it looked like daenerys had the wings on i think i thought that Obviously, from what I saw after, I thought that that was really cool imagery. <laughs> and what I told you, yes, yeah, no, that of was her finally really cool. becoming like a dragon. Yeah, and she was really like wearing this like really cool like black outfit, also mm-hmm. really just to go along with the whole like you know Mad Queen, crazy dictator, bad guy. Okay, but let's talk about that though, because I don't even think she went like, yeah, she did go like pseudo mad queen in king's landing Mm -hmm. but like we didn't really see her go like kind of full mad queen yet yeah so that's 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 the issue with this whole season just feeling so rushed because obviously she you know went off on all the poor you know innocents Mm -hmm. innocent children and women and stuff at king's landing um and then you know she gives this like you know dictator you know ish speech to all her men 
and stuff. But basically saying the same thing, like, will you burn these men, women? And she even said, she was like, will you like the women, men and children? Yeah. Like, will you burn them down with me? Yeah. Like, we're not done. We're going to liberate like everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Even though they don't need liberating. Yeah. Which I think for me, that would turn her into the Mad Queen. But I don't think that she did become the Mad Queen yet when, spoiler alert, she died. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, But, you know, going back to the speech, like, obviously, like, John and Tyrion were kind of just like... Yeah, the whole time we're just kind of, you know, glancing at each other like, oh, you know. Are you going to say something? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But, of course, like, John didn't. No. So Tyrion was the only one who... What has John even done this season? I don't know. So... Uh, but Tyrion was the only one who just basically took the hand of the king, like queen pin and like threw it away. And it's like, I don't want to be your hand anymore. Yeah. That was right? cool. Yeah. Um, especially obviously, you know, embarrassing in front of, you know, all of obviously Danny's people. Mm-hmm. To see that. I honestly like, thought that he was going to die like right there on the spot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but he ended up just, he ended up living and then, you know, um, going to jail. <laughs> but, there was a there was also like some really great dialogue between John and Tyrion talking you know when once Tyrion's been in prison about what to do with Danny and i feel yeah. like this entire like i will for like venture more towards this but i feel like this entire ser- season has been incredibly patriarchal and that I feel like the discussion between John and Tyrion, while great, was just like, how are we going to control this crazy woman? Yes, here's two white guys talking about how to, you know. Like, oh my <laughs> I can, god! I can feel your eye roll. Like, oh my god, because it's just, yes, I understand. Like, you know, she's becoming an evil person, mm-hmm. right? But it's also the environment that shapes her, right? Um. But I just felt like the conversation between the two of them was just like, are you going to control her or am I going to, like, are you going to control her or are you? Yeah. Right? And it just kind of felt like a weird back and forth of, like, how are we going to handle this woman? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I liked that they also, um, they really did a good job kind of, like, there's a lot of following John as he was, like, walking. Mm-hmm. And you could tell he was really kind of, like, wrestling with, like, what to do. Yeah, it's like, oh, do I kill the woman I love who is also my aunt but also burned down, like, wh- like a bunch of women and children? I mean, like, I don't know. See, that's the reason why I feel like the character development for John too, has just gone down. Yeah. Right? Like, he was supposed to be a man of honor. Yeah. You know, so for him, it's like, this is clearly the wrong thing of taking control of a kingdom or whatever by killing innocent lives. Right. Something that Danny did not want to do in the first place. Something that she, in earlier seasons, alluded to not wanting to do. Right. That's why she freed the Unsullied. Yeah. Right. And then she kind of goes back and like does like a 360 and then does this. And then John is just like, oh, I still love you. Like, every time he said, like, oh, she's still our queen, I rolled my eyes. Bitch. (laughs) It was an audible, ugh. Like, Like, I want to like you, John, but you're really making it hard for me. Jon Snow straight up sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I really wanted to like this guy, but he just, every time, just, you know, oh, well, my queen, Bendonita. Like, I just, what are you doing? And also, like, I, again, like, 
it was a great kind of scene between the two of them, yeah. between Danny and John. But, you know, her talking about what she wants for the future and then him being like, you know, you you kill women and children. It's almost kind of similar to like Jamie and Cersei's relationship, right? When Jamie came back after um, getting abducted and getting his hand cut off, you know how he kind of came back to King's Landing more with more honor. Mm. Um, he was really telling Cersei like what was right from wrong. I felt like it was kind of a parallel, yeah, right between those those two couples. And I don't know. It's just like. <laughs> Danny's death, like Cersei's death, was so anticlimactic. Right. Right. I mean, oh, I, me, I, I, I like the setup um, with, like, you know, John like walking up, and then you kind of see, obviously, um, you know, Drogon's just kind of chilling in the snow, and he kind of wakes yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just kind of, you know, he lets John go and stuff. Then we get the whole scene, which is, you know, sort of similar to, um, you know, Danny's uh, vision that she had in season two. Right. Yeah. Right. Where, um, like, when we first saw that, we were kind of thinking, like, oh, does this mean that, like, the White Walkers, you know. Yeah, like, because it looked over. like snow. Yeah, yeah. But now, obviously, we kind of know it's not, you know, it wasn't really snow. It was more ash. ash. Yeah. From the destruction. Um, and, like, I really, like, I liked, I liked the start of that scene mm-hmm. I, I you know i was interested to see how they were going to handle this um i know for me i i was really cheering for john to just kill her <laughs> and that's like, I, I just wanted to end it i just please and like that's like the kind of shitty part of how her character was developed right we yeah. got we got to the point where we just didn't want to see her around anymore yeah unfortunately you know? And I think that, like, again, like, that is not anything to do with, it. like, Amelia Clark's performance. She's done best for, really good for what she's been given. But, like, it just wasn't what her true character was, or at least the character that I was familiar with all yeah. past seven seasons. Yeah, like, I just have to say, I feel, I feel really bad for her. Honestly. 100%. Like, especially, like, knowing that she had to go the last two years knowing that this is where this like her character was going to go mm-hmm. and you have to like deal with people like fans you know coming up to her and stuff you know saying you know how much they love her character well and just and, like, like the, the amount of babies that have been named khaleesi oh, that's those that's those stupid parents fault i don't <laughs> that's their fault i can't even like what are you doing there it's you know yeah. you're naming your child after you know fictional character you know the show hasn't even ended like you don't know, you know what's gonna happen. It's it's a risky move, and you know <laughs> it's too high risk. Yeah, yeah. Well, just imagine like anyone whose name was Arya, <laughs> and then she ended up like becoming trash, which she didn't. No, she didn't. Thank God. But I don't know. I I found the her death scene very anticlimactic, and also just really heartbreaking as a person who, again, is a very big fan of Daenerys. Do you say you're a big fan of her? I well, I was yeah. right, and then just like I think halfway into season seven, and then all of season eight, it's just kind of like again, she didn't die until the last episode, but I feel like her character development was pushed off the moon door, right? Earlier on, yeah, pushed out the moon door, yeah. right? Um, so you know, right after John kills Danny, Drogon 
and Danny kind of have a heartbreaking moment. I yeah, that was that was one of those big emotional things where he <laughs> saw. Well, first off, is he let out a cry because you know he could sense what just happened, like his mom dying. Yeah, which like again is like yeah, it's a fictional animal. Obviously, the animal doesn't exist, but like you know, watching he has feelings too. Yeah, but watching and then watching <laughs> him try to kind of nudge his uh, his mom awake. That one was really heartbreaking. It was almost like Simba. Yeah, and Mufasa. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. I know. <laughs> It's also a thing where, like, okay, so we we don't really, you know, know, like, how intelligent, you know, Drogon is. Mm-hmm. Whether he fully, you know, understands. What's happening. You know, what's, what's happening here. What happened. Whether he knows, you know, that, you know it was John that did it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a thing where, like, you know, oh, he sees, you know, like, a pointy sword in her. Mm-hmm. And then he sees this chair with all these pointy swords. Oh, if he thinks, yeah. <laughs> so he just, like, you know, destroys it. Or if it's a thing where it's, you know, out of anger in general. Or there's, like, the whole thing where, you know, he destroys it, kind of. Because that's, like, the Iron Throne sort of represents, you know, everything. You know, this is what Danny like, wanted. And it kind of cost her yeah. everything. Yeah, so if, yeah. In the so end, if she, she became everything that she hated. And she yeah. was fighting against. So if she can't have it, like, no one else can. Kind yeah. of thing. And I, I, like, I like it, too. Because it is one of those very rare full circle moments that the game of thrones is good at doing yeah and that um the very first dragon was the one who created the iron throne mm-hmm. and drogon being the last dragon is the one to t- like you know burn it down yeah right so i do like that full circle kind of um imagery to it i guess mm-hmm. but yeah i mean now the iron throne is literally gone yeah um and then it fast forwards <laughs> actually to a few weeks. Yeah, so this was jarring for me at first because I didn't really know what was going on, right? Yeah. The re- because I know for me, like, I really want to see what happened, like, you know, in the time between, like, when John killed her to. Yeah. Like, was he the one who said that he killed the queen? Like, yeah, I want to know how does, like, how did they, how did everyone else find out that, like, John killed her? And, and- how can any of this be proven? And, like, you know, it's kind of, it's sort of weird, like... Well, because, also, too, uh, keep in mind, like, I think, I think that he might have told them. Because, obviously, like, after Drogon burned the Iron Throne, he took Daenerys' body and flew away. Yeah. Right? So no Where one, he's going, who yeah, knows? <laughs> no one really knew what happened. Yeah. So, like, did he, like, you know, go downstairs and, like, confess what he did? Yeah. And... Even then, like, don't you think, like, especially Grey Worm, like, wouldn't he have killed him on the spot? Yeah. Which is also, like, a thing that, like, raises a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah, I would really like to see what happened right after that moment. The thing is, is this entire episode, if not this entire season, is, like, Swiss cheese. There's too many holes in this. Yeah. Right? Because there's so many questions left unanswered. Um, But it does do a fast forward to a few weeks um, where everyone's meeting at the dragon pit yep. with um, the powerful people of Westeros. Yeah. Like, again, I would love to see how they actually managed to get all these people to like agree to meet mm-hmm. and how everyone found out about what like, you know, transpired. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we see the return of kind of like, you know, a lot of characters, even from early seasons. So we do see Edmer Tully and Robin Aaron back. And it's sweet same, Robin. I love that it's the same actor. Yeah. Um, who played him like as a little kid. I love and 
at first I was looking at him and I'm like, why does he look so familiar? Right. And then it wasn't until like literally a couple hours later that I saw like a BuzzFeed article <laughs> that said like that is the old, like that was the young Robin Aaron and then he grew up. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was really cool, right? Yeah, it was nice to see uh, some of those people return. Yeah, even like Ed Murtali, because like you didn't. Yeah, see you him like him. He's he's <laughs> oh very, the actor anyway. Yeah, I think I don't know. I weirdly find the actor very attractive, but he's, and he plays bad guys a lot, which definitely helps with that characters. appeal for you. Apparently, <laughs> I like trash men. Hello, I'm Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it was just really good to kind of see them again. Um, but. They're kind of discussing. I think at first they started discussing the what was going to happen with Tyrion because yeah. he's been in prison for so long, and John as well. Yeah, and then it switches all of a sudden into well, if John's not going to lead the like, if John's not going to be the king of Seven Kingdoms, and Danny is obviously not going to be the queen of Seven Kingdoms, who is it going to be? Yeah, right. Um, my favorite part in that is like Samwell. Uh, Tarly is just suggesting like democracy, <laughs> like exactly what we have right now. Yeah, and then everyone's like, "No, no, yeah, okay. that's okay. That's we're not going to no do that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, yeah. Again, and you also have the um part with uh, Edmure, which is like really used for like comedic relief. Yeah, which is kind of weird. It's like like. Again, I don't know. After everything that like happened, then just like you know, I don't know. Again, this is one of like it felt weird. This is one of my many gripes about this episode is that number one, like Danny died within like the first fifteen or twenty minutes of the episode. It felt like yeah, um, actually, it was like it, it was a while. I would say it was like almost really? halfway. But it still felt I don't know the yeah the pacing for felt really weird. And then all of a sudden, like the next scene, like you have Edmar Tully being like, oh, "Okay, guys, I guess I'll lead the Seven Kingdoms." And then they're like, "That's a no from us." <laughs> oh, okay, I'll sit down. Oh, my sword hits the chair. <laughs> wah, wah. Um, and then it goes into Tyrion again. This is Peter Dinklage, just really like carrying the show on his back. Give me that, Emmy. Doing such an amazing monologue and then convincing everyone to have Bran as the king of the seven kingdoms. Which for me just came out of left field. Yeah, it was it was weird for me. I don't know. I don't know. This whole episode's been weird for me, but yeah, like at this point Bran, sure. But the thing is is like Bran has literally done nothing. This is the whole this is this goes back to the whole thing of like Bran being that one kid in school who does nothing for the class assignment and yet gets full credit and not only that but becomes like friggin' valedictorian. Yeah. Like <laughs> it it's so out of left field. Yeah, well he knows it's gonna happen to him anyway, so why bother <laughs> like, you know it's like do he you, doesn't really have to do anything. <laughs> it's like, do you want to be a king? It's like, well, why do you think I'm here? And it's like, dude, you cannot walk. Someone had to push you here. <laughs> um But again, it goes back to the whole patriarchal argument where like an all male with the exception of like Arya, Brienne, Sansa and Yara, like, voting a male king right. in, right? A male king who really has done nothing, in my opinion. To be fair, he can see basically everything. 
Like the past, present, and future. I mean, so like I feel like he should have <laughs> just been like master of whispers. Then I don't know. Like again, like this is the thing where it's it's hilarious. But I feel like Samuel Charlie had a good point, just making it into a democracy. Like why don't they all lead? Yeah, I don't think they're not ready for that. Well, no, clearly. Not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then again, like another part when they say like, you know. Sansa's throwing a little bit of shade on her younger brother's end, saying, like, well, he can't have a child. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. <laughs> um, yes, I know my penis doesn't work, but... And then, I like, Tyrion's, like, solution to that is, like, that's fine. If he dies, we'll just do this thing all over again. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. You know, like, this wasn't, like, annoying and terrible before. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, what your thoughts are on Bran being the king of the seven kingdoms well actually well, not six. seven anymore yeah because uh... um <laughs> so what i do like is that sansa said that you know she obviously agrees to bran becoming king but uh she wants winterfell to become an independent kingdom so now it's not the seven kingdoms it's the six kingdoms but i mean your thoughts on bran i mean just to go back on like the six kingdom thing is is everyone like just suddenly like okay with that? How yeah. is that agreed to? I, like no one really seemed to say anything to that. Like okay, sure. and you would think too. You think like especially like Yara. Yeah. Right. Considering like she had the like she basically had um the Iron Fleet almost taken away from her too at one point. Yeah. And then her taking it back, like wouldn't she want to be an independent kingdom too? Yeah, I feel like that was a major thing. Just kind of you know was glazed over. Yeah. Glazed over and stuff. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, we only have like you know 15 minutes left in the episode, so we got to wrap, <laughs> wrap this up. it up. Well, I mean, you could definitely tell that it was being rushed because. There was another blunder that they did. Yeah. With like two, not even one, but like two water bottles being present in that scene. Terrible. Like it just shows how rushed everything. It just, I don't know. I feel like at that point, it's like the crew just didn't give an F. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I, I. I've given myself enough time to really think it over, and I do like the idea of Bran being king of the Six Kingdoms. Yeah. Um. After a while, it's kind of that thing where it does kind of start making a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, because who else would it be? I mean, I out of everyone, like... out of everyone, he's the least problematic person. Too. Yeah, definitely, and obviously, I mean, you know, like Tyrion, and uh, you know, he does raise a good point. Obviously, it's kind of. In a way, it is a benefit that he isn't able to, you know, bear, you know, kids. Mm-hmm. So they won't have that whole issue. Yeah, I like that he In a way, that is a positive. Way. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, for me, it's like, it goes back to the whole Robert Pattinson Batman thing where, you know what? I think it's that choice is better than no choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's. He he knows the past, present, and future, right? Yeah. So why not have someone with that knowledge to kind of lead Westeros into kind of everything, like the future moving forward? Yeah, yeah. For me, I don't. I wouldn't say I love it, but I think it it makes sense at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm not. I don't really feel like. I don't know. I could like. It's a thing, and especially this season where you can really just like nitpick everything to hell at this point. Mm-hmm. And there's certain things which you kind of just, I just want to pick my battles. Mm-hmm. And for that, I'm just like, okay, good yeah. for you. Good for you, Bran. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So not only does Bran become king of the six kingdoms, but Tyrion gets his job back um, as Hand of the King, <laughs> which he's like held for like three different, like two different leaders before him. Yeah. It hasn't really ended well. <laughs> no. Well, you know, third time the charm. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I think that that is where kind of Tyrion's meant to be. And even though he was really hesitant to take that position at first, I think that that's kind of where his wits and his smarts um, really kind of truly belong in this whole grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, Sansa, who, what I like about this is that in remember just in the very first season, mm-hmm. um, I think even the first episode when she was talking to talking to Catelyn and how Sansa said all she wants to be is the queen. And now she does get to be like that um, as queen of the North. Um, I like that. Yeah, I, I like liked that it. she's, and the thing is, is like Santa for me, um, has really grown into a really great and mature character that I think that she's learned so much from her time in King's Landing and kind of all of the stuff that's kind of led her to where she is. I think that, um, her being queen of the north makes sense for me yeah yeah because i I didn't think it like i honestly didn't think it would be john again no definitely not and it's again it didn't feel like as soon as he bent the knee to danny um santa was really the one who kind of took over everything anyways yeah right so she was i feel like she was already queen before they had even made her a queen yeah definitely um what else i i mean let's talk about um brianne stuff obviously launching like a million memes <laughs> i <laughs> i love that brianne came back and i think for me um obviously i wasn't happy with how they left her character in the f- fourth episode but you know what i think that bringing her back to this one and her kind of coming to terms with who Jamie's heart really belonged to. I think for me, it brought her back to the Brian I knew and loved. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think at the end, what I really liked about it is that when she was completing like Jamie's like um, night profile or yeah. um, in that book, I think that, what I really liked is she still honored what he had always wanted to do in his life, mm-hmm. um, which is to tell more of his stories other than, because obviously the last thing that someone had written there was that he was the Kingslayer. Yeah. Right. Um, so he's really kind of spent a lot of his years as a knight having people think that he's just the biggest backstabber. Right. Yeah. Um. So I really like that after death, Brienne was still kind of able to honor him and still believe that he had honor when the last thing that she wrote there was he died fighting for his queen. Yeah. Right. So I like that Brienne was able to kind of accept that closure with that uh, with Jamie. Yeah, no, I liked it a lot. And um, she had that cool uh, knight's guard, like gold armor. Also. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know who else was knighted? Podrick. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, he's going to be like wheeling like Bran all around, you know, King's <laughs> Landing. So, um, it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> hopefully singing him songs in the meantime as well, right? Right. <laughs> Not Ed Sheeran for sure. <laughs> um, and then, you know, again, here's the thing where there's more questions than there are answers, but Grey Worm and Unsullied, you know, 
they end up traveling to the Isle of Nath, um, which for me, it's kind of a sweet allusion to what he and Masande wanted to do after this whole thing was over. Yeah. Um, so I do like that he's still going to end up there, unfortunately, without the love of his life. But it, I don't know, it begs to answer that, like, ask that question of what are the Unsullied going to do now? Yeah, right? what are the Unsullied going to do? What are the Dothraki going to do? Yeah, and, like, that's the thing. It's, like, we we saw a, gl- a glimpse of the Dothraki, and then that's it. Like, we didn't even get to see, like, where they would end up to. Yeah, like, here's this piece of land, you know, go <laughs> do whatever yeah. you want to do. <laughs> um, And, again, it's, it's obviously one of the cons of having such a rushed season and having such rushed writing and production. Yeah. Right? That it just doesn't even... I don't know. I don't feel like we get... Um, I don't even feel like Grey Worm got any decent closure. Right? No, because- well, after seeing him just like you know go off um, with Danny in the previous episode and just like kill everybody, mm-hmm. and then obviously in this episode where we first see him and he's like you know slitting the throats of all those uh, of the yeah of the know, Lannister, dads, yeah, who've yeah. Just already surrendered, yeah. Um, and it, again, it goes back to the whole thing too of like. Where was his character development? Yeah. Right? Yeah, because it was um, just gone at that point. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, but I do, like, we got to see Tormund again, which is really good. And Ghost. Oh, yeah. That was that was a highlight, uh, seeing Ghost. Yeah, I mean. Sort John- of redeeming the uh, part from uh, earlier in the season. I mean, Jon Snow sucks, but I like that he finally acknowledged Ghost. Yes. <laughs> um, Redeemed that horrible moment where he just gave him away and didn't even, like... Well, I mean, Oh, my God. What What are your thoughts about Jon going back to the Wall and going back to the Night's Watch? Uh... For this, like... I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not okay with it, but it's fine i guess it just for his character like he was never gonna end up on the iron throne mm-hmm. like that was net he was never gonna do that well i feel like honestly um at least not the way you know this show this show kind of portrayed his character. well i think for me when he was with the free people when he was with the wildlings yeah and like tormon and his crew and yigret i feel yeah. like that was where he was most himself yeah definitely right yeah um i feel like that's where he wasn't known as john snow ned stark's bastard uh, i feel like that's where he was kind of just known as just john snow yeah um and maybe it had to do with the fact that they didn't really know nothing about him, like knew nothing about him at all, or maybe, you know, they just didn't care. But I like that he was able to kind of be his true self with the free people. Yeah. Um. I think for me, I like that he, he goes back with them. Yeah. Right. Um. And especially like the bond that him and Tormund have, I think like that is a really kind of key and solid friendship that John, you know, John had. Right. Yeah. And it's one of the things that kind of kept him grounded and kept him like as a man of honor. Right. Um, I mean, <laughs> a lot of characters died uh, this entire series, but I mean, a lot of the character developments for them died before that. Um, I feel like the only person who really got a like satisfying character redemption was Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, because he was able to die before they ruined it. Yeah, and the thing is, is like I don't understand. It's like again, I feel like that's where they did the hard stop of all the good writing. Yeah, right. And then everything else was just like, okay, well, we've got the sh- 
this episode to finish, like, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I know. For me, like, I really, I really wish they, like, extended this. Mm -hmm. I know originally, um, like, HBO was, like, fine with doing, like, you know, two more, like, full seasons. As Mm -hmm. opposed to these, like, abbreviated seasons. Mm -hmm. But obviously, you know, D&D, like, the writers, they wanted to just wrap it up. I feel like season eight would have been good with at least, like, eight episodes. Yeah, like, I'm, like, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm not totally opposed to the whole, like, Danny, you know, going Mad Queen. If they, you know, actually spent more time. Making you know, establishing that, yeah. it and mm-hmm. kind of you'd kind of see more of like you know her madness, mm-hmm. yeah, and, like the ramifications of some of it, yeah. Because the thing is, like when she died, it just felt like she didn't have any remorse. Number one, yeah, which is again so unlike her. Um, and number two, it just felt like they were just rushing to just kill off the crazy, you know, the crazy bitch. Yeah, because like we also like after she did that, we didn't really like get any time with like other people's like reactions to it mm-hmm. right like we never got like reactions even like you know other people like say santa or like people who weren't you know at king's landing mm-hmm. right it was yeah. just a thing where it happened and then you know they quickly wrapped up her story like well even the scene with the in the dragon pit with like yara saying like oh you know i'm fine with whatever they do to john because he killed danny and danny saved us from the iron fleet yeah she's so still da- loyal yeah. da- you know danny has my loyalty and then all of a sudden she votes yes to bran being king i'm just kind of like where was her thought process between like not even a like, couple minutes of that entire yeah scene right yeah and it's like yeah it's like speeding up everything it's just like it really like sacrificed like a lot of the character development that we've had throughout the show well and it's just like so many like characters make decisions which like it just doesn't make sense for like the earlier season mm-hmm. where we actually understood like you know what got this person like to this point mm-hmm. like now it just sort of like snap just sort of happens yeah No, again, it just feels like a lot of the writing for this this season just definitely feels like people who only know, like, surface-level knowledge of the characters Mm -hmm. um, and then just kind of been like, oh, yeah, theory, Mad Queen, yeah, cool, turn her into a Mad Queen. Yeah. Um, And the thing that also bugged me, too, is that they did nothing, in my opinion, with the whole Jon Snow equals Aegon Targaryen reveal. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, well, that, yeah, well, at the end of it, like, it was like, who cares that he was a Targaryen? Yeah, it doesn't even really matter. It's like, like, he was a Stark at the end, really. Like, they, they alluded to this big secret with that Stark family meeting under the um, the tree, yeah, you know, finally, him finally telling like his sisters and her, her his brother, and then it's like nothing, yeah, it's just more like you know, the setup which they, you know took time to you know set up and establish in the earlier seasons and then it's just no payoff because the thing is that was the biggest reveal of season seven yeah right was that not like the very last moment where we got to see like um Rhaegar and Lyanna getting married in secret and having this baby mm. John and then having her die in childbirth like that was the biggest reveal and then they did nothing at all with it this season yeah I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's it's so disappointing, honestly. It's disappointing because like they set up such a like they had such a good show. It was just and it was so like different from like you know other shows and mm-hmm. just like the way they've spent so much time, like you know with these characters, 
kind of like establishing like the relationships and what makes them like tick and how mm-hmm. they think then just kind of you know quickly like throw it all away <laughs> it was like i don't know it was it was really disappointing for me yeah and it, it's not even a thing of like oh like angry fan like nerd nerd bros like you know complaining on the internet about these things it was it's a thing of you know you've we've invested so much time um in these characters and stuff and you know obviously we were probably never gonna get like a happy ending anyways but at least we i thought that we would have some sort of closure or some sort of acceptance to it right but i feel like right now the only acceptance we're feeling is okay I guess that's that's what you guys are choosing to do with it. Yeah, that's the ending we got. Which <laughs> it's not perfect, but it's it, it's an ending. And the thing is, is I think that um, Tyrion he even said it in mm-hmm. in this episode, right? Um, when he told John about kind of like the final verdict that everyone had at the Dragon Pit was, you know, no one's happy, but I guess that's better than nothing. Which definitely sums <laughs> up my feelings. Yes, yeah, yeah, it sums up you know a lot of people's feelings on this uh, show for this entire. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I mean, you know, for for you, Jeff, like, what are your overall feelings about the the series, the season, and the finale? I'm I mean, starting from like best. Which one do you want me to go stuff. with first? Let's this episode series. hated it season hated it i don't i don't want to uh i don't want to sound like that guy who's just like nitpicking everything <laughs> like the comic book guy from uh, simpsons sure why not i don't <laughs> know i really don't want to be that guy who's just like nitpicking everything and like you know oh they should have done this and like this was stupid but just for me like i don't know after i just being, you know, in from, like, the beginning of the show and just getting, you know, it's, like, so invested, mm-hmm. like, in the characters and stuff. And then just to see the show go downhill, like, so... I wouldn't say quickly. It definitely hit a point after... It's very four, after, Yeah, after the fourth season where it kind of peaked and then it started... Things started going not the way I wanted mm-hmm. them to. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, overall, like, the finale, it was... I didn't like it, but I feel like I've given myself enough time to kind of like sleep on it and ruminate. And again, it's just, it's as good as what we got with it. Um, I think I really, I feel like the same way that the actors felt like when they were promoting the, the last season, it's like, Oh, best season ever. Yeah. And it's, I mean, this entire season has just kind of it. It's been like very anxiety inducing for yeah. sure, with like different moments. But then the I just found that you know certain deaths and certain reveals, etc., have been very anticlimactic. Yeah, they um, just didn't have like the emotional impact mm-hmm. that they would like earlier on in the series. I feel like. You know, the people who were really cheated in death were Danny, um, Cersei, Jamie. I just feel like a lot of their storylines were just kind of very rushed, like go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, it didn't give us enough time to even mourn for their deaths, even with Danny. Yeah. Um 
I found her death very like anticlimactic and and sad in a way of like this is a character I really wanted to root for, mm-hmm. and then they just did a full three sixty on her for the season, and I just felt like I was very I felt like I was cheated as a person who really did like the character and really did care about their character, but. <laughs> I, I think, again, yeah, I don't want to sound like those people where I'm just like, this episode sucks, like, this, this show sucks, I'm going to boycott it, I'm going to sign a petition and tell them to rewrite it. It's um, ridiculous. Like, I, every, that's, a, that's part of the whole, like, internet, like, outrage, like, culture, where, like, mm-hmm. there's always going to be people who complain about something. I mean, the, And, like, the, you know, they can't, like, everyone, they can't, like, you know, make something exactly how you want it mm-hmm. all the time, right? Well, there's always going to be people who don't like it. I mean, the entire series overall was great. Yeah. Really great. Um, yeah, as a whole, yes. And y- you did have really great moments. I just feel like because I think in hindsight, I would have liked to see this this season be more of an eight season episode uh, or eight episode season rather oh, yeah, than or six. Yeah, even 10 episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then it would give us enough time to even you could have filler episodes and i feel like i'd be fine with that yeah right? I, I, you could have definitely turned like this season into like two like 10 episode seasons almost mm-hmm. because i feel like you know especially when you're doing something like this when you're trying to lead up to something like danny becoming the mad queen i feel like you need those filler episodes to kind of absorb exactly what's happened in the previous episode Mm. kind of ruminate on it think about it and stuff but i feel like this whole thing has just kind of been boom 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 but like in a really bad way yeah um well with all of the planned prequels um what do you think is going to happen for the future of you know game of thrones oh boy so um but actually, well, before I, before we talk about the uh, prequel, I just want to uh, I guess talk about uh, the scene um, scene at the end with um, Tyrion mm-hmm. and the whole like all the um, you know Brienne and uh, Bronn coming back, yeah, and then obviously uh, Sam you know becoming a Grand Maester mm-hmm. um, and Davos, um, and they kind of they did that whole they did that weird thing that um, you know like Lord of the Rings did where like they have. Um, like the bookend kind of thing where mm-hmm. like Sam gives him you know the book and it's called you know a song of oh, ice, ice and, and fire. fire yeah and it was like I don't know it felt so awkward like much like you know how it did in Lord of the Rings when like Frodo finished Bilbo's book and mm-hmm. you know it's called Lord of the Rings or whatever but I don't know I, I, I felt so it felt so weird to me that moment I just I yeah just had to mention it I think for um, me it was weird that I like totally forgot about right it. yeah I don't know <laughs> it just felt so like out of place and just like I don't know um, <laughs> um, like I like, I know I like the idea of like all those guys just kind of, you know, talking like politics and stuff. Well, the thing but, that kind yeah. of bugged me was like, the whole talk about like, Hey, here's like, you know, what are we going to do about the brothels? I'm like, dude, come on. Yo, bronze there. That's, that's important for him. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I totally forgot about that whole song of ice and fire thing, but I mean, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I think it does do a little bit of fan service with that theory that like Samuel was the one telling the story. Yeah, yeah, which he did. I know. Um, but and I just feels it feels weird to me. <laughs> Doesn't feel right. So with all, yeah, again, but, yeah. What do you think is next for the Game of Thrones? Because obviously we're getting prequels. We're not getting any more. How about a Arya sequel series? 
um, I would actually. Where like is to she know. going? What I'd is she? Actually, you know, what is she gonna find? I'd actually love to see more of Arya. What is west of Westeros? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Do you think we're gonna see anything like? that alludes to the series and like future prequels. Yeah. yeah. So this is like, this is definitely, I guess one of my big issues with this season where, and like, I, I hope this like, isn't what is going to end up happening, but it's a situation where they sort of sacrificed like this series to kind of tell or like explain, you know, moments in the prequels, mm-hmm. like, especially when it comes to like stuff with the night King, mm-hmm. and, like the white walkers. Where like you know they didn't fully explain certain things, or you didn't you didn't get that full payoff because they were saving some of those moments for the prequel shows. Mm-hmm. Like I really hope that we aren't gonna have that sort of stuff with the prequel shows. No, I hope not. And I hope like I don't know. I hope that whole like that petition thing. I hope it kind of gives the writers a bit of a reality check to like well they're gone understand or like at least the writers that they're gonna have the show like at least understand that like you know this show like you know you really it's a it's a show that you need to kind of take your time with yeah right it's a series you need to take your time with and again it's one of those things where people are going to be invested with the show um so even if you don't want to be there anymore the thing is you, you still have to deliver um a good season and a good episode for them. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm very, I'm very interested in seeing like a game of Thrones ish type show, but like not have, you know, D and D involved with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, have bring in some new writers, some new blood, mm-hmm. you know, at least until, you know, George R. R. Martin actually, you know, decides to finish a book. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that is it for the final game of thrones episode we're not gonna be talking about it anymore i honestly kind of feel good about that yeah i don't want to talk about it for a while <laughs> yeah it's definitely i'm kind of you know <laughs> it's I mean, been a thing where it's been like so much like in our like lives and especially in our heads the last like yeah. little bit i just would like a, a break and we need time <laughs> to like ruminate i think i think for me i will rewatch the series again but i'm gonna take my time watching it um and i'm not gonna watch it for a while yeah, no, no, gonna... definitely not. I'm going to take a little break for a little while and then maybe I'll, you know, start picking it up again. I'll mm. try to, you know, I'll try to, you know, watch it with an open mind sort of thing where it's mm. like, I'm not, you know, I realize that, oh, you know, she's going to do this and this season and it's going to be so stupid. Mm-hmm. But kind of just, you know, go for the ride. <laughs> see what, see where it takes me. Well, you know, did you, did you guys agree with anything we said? Did you not? You can always let us know on social media at facebook.com slash this could get nerdy or Twitter and Instagram at get nerdy pod. And if you want to listen to last week's episode, you can find us anywhere you'll listen to podcasts. We'll be back soon with another episode. Uh, signing off, this is Sorrel. And I'm Jeff. And you're listening to This Could Get Nerdy. <laughs>